What up, what up, all my groundbreakers, movers, and shakers. You are now listening to the Mixtape Podcast. Once again, back again, it's me, Lamar, and I have my lovely co-host with me. It's Jim, bitch. <laughs> so calm. <laughs> used to be so hype. You know what it is? It's because you're not drunk enough. I'm not. But I'm not here to judge, you know. Jesus drank wine too, and uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got. That that is a hell of an intro after two years. Yeah, you know, about a year and a half, give or take. Give one or take. of the two. Ah, you know who's really counting, but yeah. But as, we back. Uh, we here. My wonderful co-host has mentioned we are back. Um, mm-hmm. After a long, long, I don't even know what you call it. It's not even a sabbatical because I don't even think it was like for rest. I think we've been stressed out for real. Nah. But um, we are back and it is going to be, I don't know, what do you want to call it? <laughs> Groundbreaking. I don't know. We just, yeah, it's just, we just going to do this. That's that's pretty much all we got. We're going to do this. I mean, it's been it's been a while. There have been a series of life events, both good and bad, um, that have kind of like created this weird space where we just didn't record. It's not that we didn't want to. It was just like life was just lifing. And right. you get to a point where it's just like life is just lifing and you don't really think about doing this. But the crazy thing about it is... It, even when we haven't done it, there were people who were still like periodically asked, like oh, comments. It was so weird. Happened? Yeah, <laughs> like it was still going on. Like, what's like, going on with the podcast? We'll Are you back. still doing the podcast? And I was like, yeah, you know, like we could pick it up anytime. It just, it just never got picked up. And then and eventually, we've actually had a plenty of times where we were like, okay, that would be good to talk about on the podcast, you know. Um, but I would say. Just where we were in life, or at least where I was in life uh, back in 2018. Um, I think I had just gotten my third or fourth <laughs> rejection letter to grad school uh, out in Dallas. And, you know, I was just like, this is it. Not doing it anymore. Not applying yeah. anymore. And then I just up and left. So I don't know what it is about us being in the same city. But when I was in Dallas <laughs> and would come over to record the uh, podcast, Everything was just trying to keep us from it. Um, right. Never any space. It was never quiet enough. People were drinking, which by all means is good. But when you're trying to produce, you know, quality work, you can't have everybody right. drunk all the time. Yeah. We trying to like record and then like a group of white people will come in and they will be. Uh, all right, guys, we're going to set up beer pong. And then you have people playing pool and stuff. And you're just like. Uh, I'm trying to talk about how you can get your life together, and y'all out here talking about woo beer pong. So yeah, um, and so at that time it was just like all right, another day, and then just another day never came. Except it's mm-hmm. here today. We are back. I want to say it feels weird, but to be honest, just all of the experiences just from recording previously, it's just kind of like you just pick up right where you left off a little bit so like i'm trying not to be too excited but at the same time it's like i can't really hold it back so it's just like a little bit of both 
I think it's funny. I guess that's I've, the way. To... I've actually been ecstatic. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, yeah. Well, you sh- you show. <laughs> this is weird. Like like neither one of us. We are not like emotional people. No. We don't show it like in our faces or like in forms of affection. But when we are really excited or passionate about things, we show it in different ways. Jim shows it whenever she starts planning and organizing and doing anything. So you could tell when she's really excited, when she's really invested time into things. And I, I think I'm sort of the same way. Um, for me, mainly, it's just a matter of like talking. Mm-hmm. So you'll definitely for sure get me talking a lot more if I'm excited about something. That's true. And I think that's just that's just the introvert in me, I guess. I don't know. Very much so. A lot of people don't think I'm an introvert, but I am. Ultimately, we needed that break because it didn't want to feel like a chore. You know, again, there was just hurdle after hurdle after hurdle. And until you have your own dedicated space to just create, then it just feels like a chore to push people out and and all this kind of stuff. So I think now we're in a better place. Um, We still both have a lot on our plates. A lot. As a matter of fact, I think I actually have a lot more on my plate now Mm -hmm. and so i'm really excited just to share what i've learned over the past two years and then continue to grow with the community of sophista ratchets i have not said that in two years sophista ratchet sophista ratchets it still applies it still applies to this day people are still being sophista ratchets even in this pandemic so in the middle of a damn pandemic in a pandemic yeah Everything would be normal in a pandemic. Like, I already don't like (laughs) hugging and being all affectionate and PDA and stuff like that. But somebody was like, like, give me a hug. And I was like, in the middle of a pandemic? You crazy. (laughs) But that's going to be my... Not with those virus clothes on. That's going to be my excuse going forward. Uh, I see I would hug you, but, you know, COVID is out there. We don't know what kind of strand is going. (laughs) So don't look for no hugs from me. But to segue into it, I think it was just like what you said. Our um, our sabbatical, in a sense, was needed because it's actually leading into the topic of this podcast, actually. And it's what we're going to talk about today is just all about how we've evolved. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, a few of the life events that have happened over the past maybe like year and a half, two years that have pretty much brought us to where we were at. Um, You know, what did we learn about ourselves and just kind of like key takeaways and everything like that. I think that's, that's pretty much where we're at. And I mean, we've been gone for so long. We have like a lot to talk about, Um, but we're going to kind of like spare y'all a lot of the, the intimate details (laughs) of it. We're going to kind of get to the point of it, but more or less like, we also want to like give a chance to connect with you guys as well, because I mean, you guys are the reason why we even got back into this in right. the first place. Like we were saying earlier, so many people were still kind of like contacting us every now and then I'm like, Hey, didn't you do a podcast? Hey, what happened to the podcast? Hey, um, is that girl with the, the Mohawk? Y'all, are y'all still cool? Do y'all still do the podcast or whatever? I didn't know that that was a question. Was like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was a question. Uh, among other things, like, right. do you still fuck with that girl? I'm like, uh, what do you mean? Um, <laughs> like, are you trying to 
Do you you do know this is my friend? Hey, let's nip like, that shit. A real friend. You know, I think. Okay, so <laughs> brief, brief, first tangent of the night. Let's say first tangent of the night. Um, and this is hilarious. And it was it was so unintentional. I did not mean to do that. Earlier this year, um, Lamar went like semi-viral <laughs> as a single young gentleman. And um he posted like some mediocre pictures, y'all. And you know, my friend is handsome, right? And I'm like, no, we're gonna get you a girl, we're gonna get you a international bit, right? <laughs> So I said, you ain't even give him the fire. And so one girl was like, give us the fire, sis. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And so I posted four more pictures and it was like Rico Suave kind of stuff, like chest out, shades, candids and stuff. And they was like, oh, you fine. And, you know, I, I was like, oh, my gosh. He went from 50 likes on Twitter to 400 plus likes. I actually want to find it um, and see where you are. But I don't know. I muted it. I was <laughs> because upset it was still because getting... had we been, um, you know, recording at the time, man, we probably would have went uh, viral at the time. But I just thought that was funny. But there was one comment on there that was like, he need to go ahead and wipe her up. And we both was like, nah, fam. <laughs> nah. I like, I couldn't tell you how I looked at that comment, but I wasn't looking at it in a, in a sense of like, her hell no, ugly as fuck. Get fuck out of here. Like no, I wasn't looking. At it. The funny thing is, I wasn't, I wasn't worried about that. Like, um, but I nah, know that it was just like that's just. I know it nah. comes up like all the time. So set the record uh, straight. We are friends and friends only. Yeah. Um, you know, most people say, yeah. "Oh, you supposed to get with your best friend." Now we know too much mm-hmm. about each other, and I'm, I'm, we super straight. Mm-hmm. Plus, plus, you got a, a new rollout of news that I don't know if you're going to bring it oh, out Lord. in this podcast or not. That's on my list. So, anyway. So, yeah, let's set the record straight. All I know is. just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> and the podcast is, is back. Look, take away from that yeah, segue. It's back. We back. Yeah. Eventually, when y'all know the news <laughs> that she get to share, y'all going to know why I'm I'm like. Um, Good luck. I'm I'm out. <laughs> I'm, out. I'm out go ahead and share like one of the the main events that you have endured or you know gone through in this past little time um that has brought you to be who you are today i got like one really 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 big event and i'm not gonna get too far into the details because man like it's like one of those too deep for the intro type of things like the I think as bad as it was, um, it kind of molded me into who I am today or it molded me more or less to do a lot of reflection and accountability on my end. The event that kind of like molded me into who I am, um, I'll say I had this on and off again thing with someone um, that I was dating uh, this might have been about two or three years ago. And um, like I said, it was on and off. Times were good. Times weren't. And um, eventually we got to a point where we decided to separate from each other. But um, there were other circumstances 
I was kind of almost a father in this in this. I'll just just be as candid as I can. I was almost a father in this situation. And obviously it didn't it didn't happen. I'm not going to share the details um, just out of the respect of the other person. And the other person has moved on. They're happy, everything like that. And it's just totally fine. Um, that kind of changed me in so many different ways. Um, that was a big life changing event because it completely shift. It, it shifted my mind, like, you know, just mentally on what I focused on um, spiritually. I always like, obviously, because when things aren't going your way, what's the number one thing you always do? Oh, dear God, please take me from whatever is going on. I promise I won't be this bad person. And then, you know, things might work out and then you proceed to be the bad person that you are again. But yeah, like that uh, career wise, like, because I think from the last time we were um, recording and everything like that, I was studying for LSATs. I was thinking about law school, this and that and other. And I have taken a complete 180. I can't say 360 because it kind of puts you back in the same direction that you're in. You know, people don't know that. It's like, oh, I, you did a complete that, 360. That means you're back that's to where you started. I, but yeah, I would say a 180 or 540 because, you know, you do a turn and then an extra <laughs> turn. So I, you, yeah. too much math for the intro. <laughs> too much math, too much geometry, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I wasn't facing the same direction. Now, like I'm in, well, I do accounting, which is like totally a different career path, not entirely, but I lean towards something that I was just like, excuse me, really good at skills, skills wise. Yeah. The rum is getting to me finally. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, uh, I leaned in a lot towards something that was good skills wise, but it also just really changed my mind and, and, aspects where I just didn't even imagine like it it made me a lot more of an emotional person um I really had to distance myself from a lot of people that I really relied and leaned on as far as um comfort and safety and um reconciliation as far as just like who I am as a person and it really made me just separate from everything to really figure out who I was, what kind of path I was on and um, how am I growing from here? So I, to be honest, like I can, there are a couple of things that have happened between that point And then, you know, of course now, but I, I want to say that would be the number one thing that I would say that has re- like the major of major events that have really, that that's really had an impact on my life. Like, like, period. Um, do I think about that event like often? Um, sometimes, yeah, like it, it comes up like periodically. It does um, probably. I wouldn't say as more as it should, but it, it comes up more enough to know, like. You know, that's that pivotal moment in your life. And as bad of a situation that it might have been or like things that have turned out, uh, it, it ended up working out in the best for my life and obviously the other person's life as well. But 
it really worked out for me because it really forced me to kind of grow up. It it really forced me to like change how I think, change how I think about myself, change the way that I think about connecting with others. And I think that kind of molded a lot of my decision making from that point forward. And I don't know, like whatever you all kind of believe in, whether, you know, your higher power or the universe or the ancestors, whatever it is you choose to believe in. I I felt like at that very point in life, when I decided to just kind of sit down, separate, isolate myself and just really just think what was going on. I think at that point, I felt like I was in the right position in life. Um more than I've ever felt. I felt like, and this is like law school, law school and all this other stuff. I felt like I was just kind of living life, chasing some sense of status that looked good on paper and looked good to others, but didn't necessarily really um, encapsulate me as a person or didn't make me it didn't make me feel, you know, good to do any of it. It just made me feel like this is something that I need to do to have some kind of status and stature and people to respect me and cherish me and, you know, honor me and anything like that. And I realized that there are so many other skills and talents and um, states of mind and everything like that, that I have that I can share, that I can um, you know, connect with and communicate with others that I'm selling myself short. I might be shooting high for things on paper. Like, yeah, on paper, you know, I, I, I would have kept going through whatever I was going through. Yeah. On paper, I'm looking up here, but realistically speaking, I'm still just, you know, like just kind of playing the hand that was dealt to me instead of just realizing I don't have to play a fucking game at all. Like life isn't really just a game. It's more just whatever you choose it to be. And I just got tired of playing. So, yeah, that's, that's my that's really just my one event. I can pick out like maybe three, four five events over the like past two years or so. But to be honest, it was just really just that one event that really had an impact on my life. And as much as I pretended that it didn't deep down, it did. And I'm actually like I'm, it's so bad to really say I'm kind of glad it happened, but it. I'm glad it opened my mind and my eyes and from perspective on things because I like, I just, I just grew up. That's just the bottom line. I grew up into a much more feeling person, or at least I'm trying because I'm not perfect at all, but I'm trying. I'll try to feel a lot more than what I did in the past. It was so easy for things and people to be expendable in my life. Uh, But because of that event, things shifted. And now I try to feel and connect with people a lot more, even if it's just for a season in my life. I feel like 
that connection, no matter what level it is, has some kind of significance. And that's my that's my event. Might be a little too deep for the intro. It's not. But it's not. Um, I was prepared for this. I was a, thinking you about was, this. You also made ugh, you almost made a liar out of us. <laughs> Where you were like, we don't show emotions. I was just like, I don't know if it's the crown or if it's just the first time that I've ever actually heard you say it. Like how much it affected you. Because I remember that. And I'm not going to think about it because then you're going to make a liar out of us. And I ain't no bitch. Nah, you. <laughs> What's going to happen is we're going to have post-production and then it's so going to be like, gonna oh, be... my God, I wasn't prepared for this. We didn't talk about this at all. I'm just like, oh, no. Wow. No, I think I, it's important to know. Um, and so many things that you said um, before I even just touch on mine, just want to wrap it up and pause. I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I was trying to say. I just want to, um, I mean, it's kind of like wrap it up, but now that's all dirty. But <clears throat> it was the loss, you know, so being more concise with what it is without me crying. Uh, it was the loss and it was the uh, transition of you finding the way to be who you needed to be in that moment. And although the loss was uh, tragic, like you mentioned, you know, the way that it happened, it had to happen that way for you to get to this point. Um, and so I know it's kind of weird to say I'm happy it happened, but I know you don't mean elation. I know you mean like you're content mm -hmm. with where you are after it has happened. So right. I'm not going to cry. Anyway. Right. Don't cry. Don't cry. Like, don't do it. My tears. Yeah. Take a, take a sip. Take, take sips. We're going to. Yes. Okay. Um, I did not did not plan on getting lit during the week. <laughs> that was one of the things that changed because I usually only drink on the weekends, and here we are, starting this up and boom. Already breaking. My liver already is breaking going your, to feel I would it. never drink during the week. Yeah, fuck all that. But, I would never. You know, man. we'll keep it minimum. We'll keep it minimum. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I had a few events, but I think I'll just share. As I mentioned, the last time we recorded, I had just received another rejection letter um, for grad school. And to say that I was disappointed, you know, like you mentioned, you, you chase things that whether it's your family wants you to or society wants you to. Like you, you do it. And I was really kind of nonchalant, kind of indifferent about getting in because Honestly, who wanted to go back to school? Not me. But shortly after I left Dallas uh, in 2018, I was accepted into grad school. Damn it. I mean, thank you. But damn it. <laughs> and so it was what was crazy is that I literally moved home and I took care of my grandmother for a while. And I will say that that six months at home. It made me wish that I was back out on my own again. But, um, you know, it was really just an opportunity for me to realize how fragile um, my grandmother is. And, you know, so I kind of grew closer mm -hmm. to her because that was my first time home in 10 years. It regrounded me, like realizing like where I had come mm -hmm. from, even though, you know, 
I wasn't like a, a true started from the bottom, now we here story, but I wasn't where I was in Texas. Um, and so that was an eye opener. And then, like I said, I got into grad school. So then I went back to Texas. <laughs> but then I realized, one, shout out to everybody who works full time and attends school full time, whether it's undergrad, whether it's graduate, whether it's doctorate. You are amazing because I could not do it and I did not do it. So I left my full time job and I went slumming like undergrad, you know, um, I got a little part time job at the school and things were good. You know, I had all this extra free time, which, you know, you would think, like I said, it would have been a perfect time for us to do the podcast again. But then I realized like our machines, our technology really makes us dumb they really make us dumb um and I'm really I realize what I'm really passionate about and y'all have probably heard me say it before but like talking or getting to know people whether it's platonic whether it's um you know romantic or whatever (sighs) technology does get in the way you know based on our technologies and and what's all available to us and how quickly we can get information at the drop of a hat um we are really easily distracted and that has really been bothering me that we had to figure out a way to disconnect from all of the things that society wants us to take seriously you know uh comparison is the thief of joy and social media will mm-hmm. just have you looking at people who have money or who you know, um, or even those who don't have money and you have more than they do. But, you know, maybe you feel like they're being blessed in ways. And it's like, well, why did, you know, they ain't got no money. Why are they doing all this? And, and it's, it's so much, so much judgment, so much distraction and then just wasting time. And so since I was in grad school and I had to be like the master of my day again because I didn't have anything to do other than to show up to class going back to grad school has allowed me to realize like why I feel so disconnected even if I'm in a crowded room um and that's that's a really crazy feeling and so I've picked up the habit of meditation of um trying to be more consistent with not checking my phone first thing in the morning like I don't even use my phone in the bed anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, using all those hacks of charging in another room. But see, when you don't really have a job, it, and so for a while, you know, I didn't have a job, I would just go pick it up out of the other room and then go back in the room and lay it down in the bed and, and scroll from there. So I have to really be mindful about getting up and getting active with something else that does not involve my phone, which has been so hard. Like even like... Bible devotions and listening to meditations, all of that required my phone, which meant I was always tempted to get on the internet and do all the other things that would have me laying in the bed for two extra hours. So, um, that was my main thing. Uh, I know that I mentioned I originally did not want to go to grad school and I probably hated it for the first semester. And I think it was more, I was afraid, you know, it was like the imposter syndrome is like, y'all know all of these things, but they had been in the program for, um, you know, at least a semester before myself. And so I think it was imposter syndrome where I was just afraid. And 
when you're doing something that's actually going to be meaningful and it's going to challenge you, you have to realize that that fear is just an excuse. It's really just you um, excusing yourself to to not take on what what's what needs to be done. Um, so I've actually been in school for quite a while. I only have two classes left and I'm getting ready to produce, write and produce a short film, which will um, tell it more in a storytelling type situation. Uh, what I'm so passionate about as far as like making sure that we're connecting with the people that we're near. Um, and so that was one. And, you know, I, I've been rambling about this one because I was trying to avoid the other, but I might as well go ahead and bring it up. <laughs> so. Go ahead. The central, go ahead. Let the it central out. point of both of my takeaways have been like relationships. And if you all recall, I have just been like the worst at relationships, whether casual or, or yeah, romantic and all the good jazz. So. It's because of your own choices and own doing. But anyway, I'm not going to take over your own sharing moment. Go ahead. Con- continue to share. Listen, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at it. Okay. Uh, and and <laughs> tangent number two of the, of the thing. Um, I remember sending Lamar a message and I was just like, how is this as like a, a pickup line? And I'm, should I repeat it? <laughs> I'll repeat it. I sent I mean, a message well. to somebody I've known for a long, 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 long time. Long time. And I was just like, why are you so fine though? <laughs> and I said that to, I had already, I had already texted. And I think I was a little tipsy when I said it, whatever. Cause who shares feelings when they're sober? Not me. And I sent it to Lamar yeah, and I was clearly. like, Hey, uh, How's this? And he was like, did you send that to somebody? I said, no, I'm just asking a question. You know, he was like, it's mid. And I was like, yep, that was a flop. <laughs> very mid. Hey, very, it was, very mid. it was, it was the best I could do. I don't know what time of day it was. It was the best I could do. I just kept looking at, and I was just like, damn, you fine. Anyway, <laughs> I'm still beating around the bush about what it is that I'm telling you. You so, are. Okay. You are. Okay. Go ahead. Shortly after our last recording, uh, in June 2018, I have vowed myself to abstinence until marriage. In case y'all don't know what abstinence means, that means she's not. <laughs> and in case my audio didn't pick that up, she's not fucking. She's not giving up the il nana, the punani, the schemes. The fat nabby, like she not giving up none of that. Abstinence means she's she's not to even to even go further. In case y'all were wondering, she ain't even doing it herself. So you know how we talking about self service. You know how like you go to the gas station, at least in the south, for what I know, you go to the gas station when you pull up to the pump. There ain't no little dude coming up and then pumping the gas for you. I'm not talking about the the random dude that's sitting there on the corner. It's just like, oh, you're so fine. You ain't got nobody to pump that gas for you. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when I say self-service, I'm talking about you pull up, you pump your own gas, you pay for it, you leave. No, she's not doing any self-service. She is just out here. 
just living, uh. like existing. Are you done? Ain't ain't no, no. rubbing tugs. Ain't no um, DJ scratches. <laughs> um, ain't no flicking the bean. Ain't no um. <sighs> getting the pearl out the oyster like none of that like basically what I'm saying is she just out here just not even not even the clap not even the, none of that <laughs> no not even that like no because clapping would be like some form of friction you don't oh want to do that so she just she just she prayed up that's what I got I she prayed hate up. you Okay. Yes. I'm aware. I, I've known I hate, I hate him so much, y'all. Yes, it is true. I am abstinent, abstinent, like real deal abstinent. I think back when we were recording, I could have been uh, the sponsor for AAA, AA batteries. Man, the surplus that I had in 2018 actually just ran out <laughs> earlier this year. And I had a lot. I had a crown apple bag full of them but anyway um and the crazy thing is i mean so i've actually just been in this drop for a long 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 time we're not gonna talk about the days because i said i was gonna stop counting them but let's just it's been five months five years since you went away but um in june of 2018 i actually threw away my self-service tools I'm so mad that you called it that and that you went on that whole rant about what I was and what's not doing. Thank you. <clears throat> I wonder if people don't understand because sometimes people don't yes, understand. Yes. So this is why I did yes, what I did. Yes, that's okay. Um, and I think my biggest takeaway for that was I was seeking companionship because I don't know, like I said, before I got into grad school, even if I was around a lot of people, um, I don't know if it was a comparison of seeing other people get to the next level, whether it was relationship, whether it was marriage, engagement, elopements for those uh, special few. But I think I was seeking the companionship and not having it was like I was invalid or that I wasn't worth having it. And so before 2018, I think... I was using sex as just kind of like the token for just like I'm worth your time, you know, because quality time is my is my love language. And it's like I'm worth your time. I'm worth the energy when actually sex, I think, should be used now more as a form of intimacy. So, of course, I get all the questions about, um, well, when I get in a relationship, will I go back to it? And I'm like, no. Um, and that's just more of a a preference for me. Let that, let that be known for y'all who try to hear up on my ew. So, you know, it's so funny. Um, I will say this. I guess I've become more you know, in tune with myself. And we're going to have another episode about this, so I'm not going to go too much in detail. But I brought all that up to say is that later this week, I actually have a date. (laughs) And 
the guy knows that we're doing a podcast and I almost sent it to him but I didn't want him to go back and listen to like all the trash I was talking <laughs> about <Yeah>. sex <laughs> before and then I show up and I'm like Man. oh yeah by the way none of that applies anymore y'all know what you might have heard but uh um, he's like things have changed drastically like don't worry about all that it ain't happening so um i don't need i don't need no so i really don't even want him to hear this until we've had a conversation about it so i think i've evolved in that because like i said originally i was out there looking for companionship and a fuck buddy uh just to feel validated um but now i wanted to be part more of intimacy but in a more serious relationship meaning her yes husband. my husband you know i mean some of y'all might have listened because to it i'll you just can be I'll in just a serious relationship with her relationship goes by pastor mike todd at transformation church as i sip on my crown apple kicked my ass okay um it was a very good sermon and oh i was about to say actually <laughs> I had a book over here. Look, you bought it? Oh, somebody gifted this, this is, to you. No, I didn't. No, like, somebody no, somebody gave it to me to read. <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't buy it. Somebody actually gave it to me yeah. to read. Um, and it's down the pipeline of many yes. things that I have to read. Um, hopefully, when I take my cabin trip, I'm actually going to catch up oh, on my yeah. reading. So maybe I'll get to this book by the end of the well, I bought it. year or whatever. But anyway, I bought it. I haven't read it yet, which is crazy. But hey, I got I'm in grad school, sir. Just like you said before I started. When's the last time you read for fun? You know what? I'll I'll allow it. I'll allow it. However, however, <laughs> I'm definitely... it's funny because it kind of ties into what I need to be in grad school for. But that's neither here nor there. I don't think the people at uh my university want to hear my spiritual awakening about why I'm not out here having sex mm-hmm. cuz man. Anyway, he kicked my ass. I don't even know if that's proper to say about a sermon, but I think that it's better for me and my emotions and the way that I attach to people to wait until marriage. And so for the dude I'm meeting later this week, I kind of sort of think you all right so far. I I ain't going to say I like you, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) you got you got to do whoever you are. (laughs) You got to do whoever I'm you are. I'm about to drop a bomb on Good you. Luck. She dropped a bomb on me. Chances are, by episode three <laughs> of this new recording that we're gonna have, he's not gonna be here. But to do, if you still around, just just thug it out. I don't know. I don't think you can. She is a cool out. woman, so I don't think you can just thug it out. Oh shit. Um. You underestimate the the will of of a man in his mission to get some ass. See, but anyway, see? okay, that's gonna come in our a future episode, and I just want to kind of mention it will. <laughs> I just want to kind of mention real quick some of our upcoming topics, y'all, will be um, relationships, entanglements, and abstinence, and I want to address specifically that, like, how am I gonna go about weeding out the people that are willing to marry me to have sex with me instead of like really be dedicated. I like, that's just crazy. Um, but among those, to- among that topic, you know, relationships is always like our most popular episodes, but 
We definitely also want to bring back um, value to you all who have waited so patiently and, you know, so kindly give us a nudge. Um, So we're going to discuss like home ownership myths, um, (laughs) releasing Mm -hmm. grudges and forgiveness, stress Mm -hmm. management, and Mm -hmm. (sighs) all of those are real nice. But we also just going to bring back some 90s and 2000s nostalgia because... We had a lit ass childhood, and I think it needs to be we did um, reworked. So, yes. So right now, you all, if you are getting value, or if you are laughing your ass off at Lamar and myself, please, please share this episode with friends, family members. Because wait, not family members. Anyway, <laughs> with <laughs> your family members, do it. I don't care. Your grandma, <laughs> your aunt, your mama. Share it with them. If we talking about like, I'm I'm pretty sure. How y'all think y'all got oh here? Gosh. Your mamas was on some wild stuff. Your daddies was on some wild stuff. Grandma was definitely on some wild stuff. And then boom, whole line is down. Share it with them. Share it with share, your share it with whoever, um, friends, friends, your close friends, people. And please let them know that our episodes are not safe for work. So please don't listen to this out loud. Yes, they are definitely <laughs> inacceptable. Yes, inappropriate. Um. So, <laughs> I'm mad that you just went off on this whole tangent about my life choices. You got it. A show world player. Shut up. Harlem world. Shout out. So to, to wrap that anyway. part up, we have evolved extensively. We have grown up, and um, we want to share our new insights with you, and as well as bring the foolery, as always. Because this is nonstop, which I don't know is we really should have just been recording our conversations and we'd have been fine. But mm-hmm. we're here in a more formal way. The mixtape is back, bit. <laughs> in the process of change, of evolving and becoming who we are, um, you mentioned a few key takeaways of accountability, of reflection. I think those are two very important <laughs> very important uh habits and you got it out you got it out your system <laughs> very very important uh habits to build find a place of reflection whether it's alone solo solo dolo or whether it's with people that you trust um getting the right people in your corner i think that would be Probably. some of the important takeaways would be um develop the sense of reflection so that in case you are in a place in your life right now that you either feel real gloomy down or you feel like you're not living up to the to your own potential not to the potential of what society says you should do and what is considered success but what you have the desire to do i journal i have morning pages that's one of the things i do to avoid my phone Um, And I think it's just a good way to kind of clear your mind on a daily basis, but also it gives you an opportunity and it gives you something tangible to go back and look at and say, dang, I used to be really sad. Now I'm a little less sad. (laughs) You know, you might not necessarily change overnight, but as long as you're able to acknowledge your emotions and have that stream of consciousness of what's going on in your head. And sometimes you just got to write it down because sometimes it'll be really dark and it's not necessarily something you want to share, but you need to get it out so that you can acknowledge that you feel this 
and now you can do something about it, if that makes sense. I think for me, um, I think the key takeaways that I could share from my experiences and everything that we've talked about um, will be one to be kind of patient with yourself. Again, you're still you're still learning life. You got a lot of life to live for the most part. Um, there's a lot of experiences that you're going to come across. There are a lot of people that you're going to meet um, in different seasons. They're going to be in different seasons in their life, just like you are. And whether or not that exists in anything permanent or, you know, if it's just for a short period of time, like appreciate where you are in the moment and continue that each day. I mean, life is really just um, time given each day, each day that you wake up is just something that you get each day. So, you know, you take that with a grain of salt and just try to maximize whatever you were given in that point of time. So be patient, be patient with yourself, whether it's, you know, just learning about yourself, learning about others, um, improving in some kind of situation or, you know, environment or anything like that. Like take the time to understand that it takes time. Don't continue to beat yourself up about, you know, if I don't get this by X time, you know, I'm a failure. Like you're not because plenty of people have had a sense of time where it didn't happen in that moment, but it happened. As long as it's meant for you, it'll happen whenever it's meant for you to have it. Uh, take accountability. That would be probably the number one thing I would say to do. Always take accountability for your own actions and responsibilities. At the end of the day, we're all granted free will. No one is controlling us. Um, not, I mean, to be honest, not even God or whoever you believe in, for that matter. Um, free will is given to us as human beings. So your choices really dictate how your life and experiences go, uh, whether that be in anybody else's life or yours. Uh, regardless of it, whatever actions you have, take responsibility for it, take accountability for it. Say, you know, be proud in something that you did that was good and, and own up to the times where you didn't, you weren't the best person, which also kind of segues into my last point, which is to just, sometimes you gotta be comfortable with being the bad guy. You're not going to be great to everybody. Mm. Not everybody is going to like you. You're not going to be the perfect person to everybody. You're you're just not going to be liked overall as a person. Like, no, no matter how many times you've had plenty of great people in in history, in this world, any of that, there's always something that's negative that's pointed out about them. And sometimes that's fine. You're not going to be able to appeal or appease to everybody. So in that point, you have to be you have to be comfortable with criticism, whether it be constructive or otherwise, because at the end of the day, if you try to appease to everybody, you ended up you end up being a person who's not you at all. You you try to live a life as everybody else uh, else's opinions and views see fit. And you end up not living your own. 
sometimes you have to take ownership and say, you know what? I'm the bad guy for you. That's fine. And move on. That's just what it is. And those are the things that I think I've learned and the things that I want to share with all of you about um, everything that I think I would I would have come across and thought about in, in this episode. You, you kind of hurt my feelings when you said that I wasn't always going to be the, the the good person for everybody. Um, no, no, it, it's it's oh, my bad. I mean, again, it'll come in our later episodes, but just back to why, why I thought before like when I was sexually active, how they would say when we were in middle school, you know, um, I felt, I don't want to say dirty because I'm not saying it, but I felt like I was doing it just to, because I was bored. As a matter of fact, that's actually how I used to describe it. But I always, I always had it in the back of my mind that I was a bad person because I made promises to other people that I wouldn't do it until marriage. Even though I had already broke that promise when I made the promise, uh, it's weird, it's dirty, it's whatever. Anyway, um, and so I think, yeah, what you mentioned, being content, like where you are right now, but then striving to move forward, striving to move and overcome your weaknesses. That's going to be very important. Um, and reflection is going to give you the opportunity to realize like what those weaknesses are, because when you're in the moment, you don't realize like that was hurtful or probably could have done that better. It's not until you look at it with the overall picture, you know, that uh, you realize, like, just how fucked up you are. Thank you all so much for returning to (laughs) the catch up episode of the Mixtape Podcast. (laughs) Man, it got so deep. It's so light in the mood. It got so deep. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please be sure to follow us on all the social meds. Um, platforms, Instagram at the Mixtape Podcast. We have updated it so that it's a little bit easier to tell y'all where to find us. Um, so on Instagram, it is the Mixtape Podcast. Mm-hmm. We will be posting video so you'll actually be able to see our ridiculous faces <laughs> as we go through all of this. You can also find us on Twitter at the Mixtape Pod and on our website at themixtape.net. Uh, there you will find links to my blog as well as Lamar's blog so that you can get a little bit more of a sneak peek into our lives and, and what we like to share. And please don't forget to share this podcast along with all of our podcasts with any of your friends and family and whoever you care to share them with. We are available on all of the podcast platforms that are streaming which would be apple and soundcloud we'll get to amazon and spotify i'm working on um, um we are self-produced okay so we will eventually second. get <laughs> give yeah. us a chance but um again look balling on the budget out we here, are like, so happy to be back um i'm so happy that i'm 1300 miles away so i can't wring his neck for the shit he said but it's all good i think i think that's what gives us (laughs) the edge to say the things that we want to say about topics and things so okay well that's it that's all we got for our time thank you for listening please continue to listen if this is your last time (laughs) listening thank you for listening anyway 
again, we are the Mixtape Podcast, where we are all real. All us. All the time. We out. Peace.